Okay, today's daf is Psachim daf nun. We are three lines in, continuing that Agarata. Once we mention Yerushalayim, so it's actually a good riddle what the next, how the next Gemara um, connects to what we just said. But I think it's all about Yerushalayim and the borders. So we'll see. We start Darshaning Psukim and we segue into some very famous Gemaras. And then we'll start the new parak. So the Gemara continues like this. The Pasuk in Zechariah says that in the times of Gaig, Gaigumagag, Laiya, Aryakaros, Vikifon. You know, but during Akhras Hayamim, the the light will not be Yakaros and Kifon. What does that mean? My Yakaros Vikipaon, Amrabi Lazar, Zeor. This is talking about the light. We actually had this in the beginning of the of the Masakta. Shiyakab Alamaza. That light, that was a raya that R means light and not mean does not mean night, if you remember from the second da from Zachim. But R, which means the sunlight, which is Yakar Ba'alam Hazeh, which is valuable, which is which is uh, significant in this world, the Kafuil Alam Haba. It will be Kafuil, which means Kal, it will be insignificant Alam Haba, there will be a different light, the Ar Gadol, maybe the Ar Haganus will come back, whatever that means, and that's why we will not appreciate the sunlight during the times of, of Achrasayam. Rabbi Yechim Elu Negam Ba'al. It's just talking about the Mesaktos and Negam and Ahalais. People don't learn that. In today's day, nobody learns it because it's difficult. They'll be considered simple. They'll figure out how to, how to learn it. Rabbi Shuv and Levi says, is talking about certain people. Rashi points out maybe wealthy people. It doesn't mean only wealthy people, but people that we, we think are significant. We, we view them as you know, big players in this world, they're insignificant once we get up, once we get upstairs. And there's a famous Gemara, Kihad Rav Yosef, Bredi Rabbi Yeshub, and Levi, Chalash Nugget. He got sick, and he was in a coma, he had a, you know, out-of-body experience. Kihad, when he came back, his father asked him, Yeshub and Levi asked him, my chazes, what did you see when you went upstairs? I saw an upside-down world. El Yoinim, Lamata, people that are chashev in this world. Rashi says, wealthy people, or those type, it doesn't have to be, you know, again, doesn't, not only wealthy people, people that people think are significant. You know, the ballers, uh, that they're 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 lamata upstairs they're lamata they're not not so significant and the simple yid who we think is a nothing nobody will look twice at him he would never invite him for a Shabbos meal lamala he's considered amazing Armalah Rabbi Shmuel says it's not an oilam hafuch b'ni oilam reisa you're seeing a clear world in this world from our perspective we're totally confused when you went up to Shemayim you saw Olam Bar there's a parallel Gemara in Baba Basra I think it's Dafyod maybe we'll, we'll speak about a, a little more about this then okay let's continue now, so one second see so ask him what about us which either means Tamid Chachamim or you and I how do we look in that world so so he responded the same way we are Perceived in this world, Hachi Isin and Hasam, that's who we really are. And even in the Olam HaMS, they see our value. Okay. Vishamati, and I heard, hashtag Yaakov Shweki, Shahoyo Oimrim, Ashre Misha Balakan, Vitamudai Biyadai. Ashre Mi, fortunate is the person that came here, Vitamudai Biyadai, carrying his Talmud. The Marsham of Abbas there says, why doesn't it say Vitamudai Bepeh or Befiv in his mouth? 
The Marsha says a person has to come to Shemayim with all his notes. All the notes that he took during Shir, all those notes, all his Chidushe Taira, that he's bringing up. So, just a little musr. The first time I gave a Shir to women in Minneapolis, I was stunned that there were pens and papers. I was like, wow, I've given, given hundreds of Shirim and I could count in my, in my hand how many pens I've seen over the years. For women, okay, so Tamud da, biyada, maybe. But the Gemara is talking about us, a little Musr, the Tamud da biyada, all the learning we're doing. Where's the pen? Beryl has a pen and paper. Beryl always comes with a pen, right? Pencil, there we go. So, Shkoyach, someone. Okay, Tamud da biyada, bar Hashem. Vishamati, another thing I heard. When it comes to the Haruge Malchus, those that were that of Kiddush Hashem by, by the government, they that no one could stand in their place, meaning they're in a special VIP suite. Maninu, who is this? She says, and all the Rishonim say, we're talking about that Sarugi Malchus. Mishim Harugi Malchus Vasulai. That's the reason why they're special. They're they're special because they were the Bali Masaira. They they were the Tanoim. Elo it means Haruge Lud. It was the people that died in Lud. So there were two fellows, Lulinos and Papus. They were brothers that were killed by Torianus Harasha in Lud. What happened was there was a girl, a princess, was murdered, and this they had to uh, figure out who to put on trial. So. They made a gzair, they're going to kill all, all the Jews. Seems, uh, sounds like uh, the beginning of many such stories in our history. So what happened was two brothers got up and they said, we'll accept upon ourselves that we murdered the girl, whatever, they may believe they did it, and they killed them and it saved Klai Yisrael. All the Achorinim have chuvas about this. Can you give yourself up to save Klai Yisrael? There's a famous chuva in the Night of Yehuda that talks about women giving themselves up for prostitution in order to save cities from being harmed. This, there is an article, I think, in Headlines, Headlines 1, Volume 1, Volume 2. He talks about if you could do that in Israel today. Okay, whatever. Interesting conversation. Anyways, so those people that gave themselves, gave their lives up, they are called the Haruge Malchus. Let's keep going. The Pasuk says, And that day, on the shadow of a horse, will be Kodesh Hashem. What does that mean? This is the connection to our, our daf. There's going to be an extension on Yerushalayim. What that means is, at the amount of the, the distance that a, a, a horse could run from Neitzachama, where the sun is you know, by the horizon, until... Midday, where the sus is being matzil, the shadow is underneath the horse because the sun is in the middle of the sky. So that distance of, let's say, six hours from sunrise to chatzais, that's the amount of, of, of land that is going to be added to Yerushalayim. Rabbi Lazar, I'm our all the, like a matzaltayim, all the, all the bells, that you uh, attach to a horse between his eyes, they'll be Kodesh Hashem, they'll give it to the Rishim of the Shabbat something else called Biza Shabbat in Yisrael. So on that day, after, by the Mohammed's Gogu Magog, all the Ludi the, the, that we got from the, uh, from, from the war, again, the similar concept, until Chatzais, Yekadesh Lashem will be donated to the Beis Hamidosh. Now, Pishlam, the Madame Kobish, by Yisrael, Yahaini, the Pasuk says, that the pots and the, that they were given to Beis Hashem, they will be like the, the standard 
kalim in the base hamikdash, like the bowls that they could use it for the trimasadeshen and for cooking the zvachim. Fine, but it makes sense because that, how do they get this surplus from all the all the um, well, the booty that was given by the war, right? The first two chains on the horses, or, or right, or the um, or or the sha- or the extension of Yerushalayim. What has this pasuk fit? So my loya series versus Shabbos. The Gemara says Mosa Kamar. That it means it's two different topics. This happens to be Demis Atri at that time. The Yidden became wealthy. Misatri Yisrael, Misnatvi Maisi, they gave big donations to the Beis HaMikdash. Now, Bishlam and the Mandam are Biza, that the Biza from the war, and they would not be a Kanani. Here it means a merchant. There would not be any merchants found the Beis Hashem Tzvakos, because they, they won't need to be selling Nichse Hektish. They had so much. They wouldn't have to start peddling. The first two, the truth is you could have said the same tyrants, that they were so wealthy, they donated a lot, but assuming this is the same connection, um, that is connected to the first part, Kanani doesn't mean, Kanani means ain't Kanani. They're so wealthy, same, the same point, that in those days they wouldn't have any poor people in Yisrael. Okay, now by the way, we mentioned Kenani and it referred to a Seicher, a merchant. So the Gemara asks, how do we know that that's the definition of Kenani? Kenani mean known decree Tagar. How do you know that a Kenani is a Tagar? So in Parshas Vayeshev, it talks about Yehuda's, the Gemara goes on a digression, the Chumash goes on a digression, talks about Yehuda's personal life. It says he married Bas Ish Kenani, and, and his name was, his father's name was Shua. So the Gemara says, my Kenani, even a Kanani mamish that Yehuda married a Kanani girl doesn't make any sense. Efshar Ba'avram, the Hizrets Yitzchak, he commanded Yitzchak not to marry a Kanani girl. Even Esau didn't marry a, a girl from Kanan. Yehuda married a Kanani girl. He married the daughter of a merchant. called is referring to a soicher. Okay, one another Gemara. That's the pasuk talking about Achas Hayamim, pasuk in Zechariah. So the Gemara says, okay, with that day, we keep saying this on Rosh Hashanah. Like by Yehuda, we say it every day. What today? Now it's Hashem is not Echad. What is another God? So the Gemara says, Amr Rabbi Acher Bar Chanina, like Olam Hazeh, Olam Haba. Olam Hazeh is not like. On this world, meaning if a person has good tidings happen to him, he says, You make that bracha. Bad things happen. But hold on a second. And Olam Haba, it's coolly that in Olam Haba, the whole thing is going to be Hataiv Vihamativ. So just by the way, the Tzlach asks, I don't understand. We believe that everything that Hashem does is the Taiv. So why, why why is there even a bracha of Baruch Dayanamis? We should make the bracha, Baruch Atayvamitiv. Even when I don't know a parent dies or something, we should, why are we saying Baruch Dayanamis? BDE. Just say Atayvamitiv, right? So he answers that we could only make a bracha from our perspective, and we're human beings, and from our perspective we don't see the entire picture, and the bracha that we make is Baruch Dayanamis. However, when we look back at it. In Olam Haba, we could say Hatay Vametiv and all the bad things that happened to us. I, saw, I once saw from Rabbi Tversky, Shlita. He said 
that if you look in the Birchus Shachar, one of the brachas doesn't fit, or depending on how you, you understand the Dikduk, Sha'asali Kotsarki, that Hashem did for me, or does for me, that's the, that's the debate. It sounds like He did for me, all, He took care of all my needs. So all the other ones sound like either present or even in the future. Hashem always does. Sha'asa has the connotation of the past. So He says the same shot, that when we look in retrospect, we could say Hashem did take care of everything, but to say Hashem takes care of everything when you're busy complaining and you're not, you're not so happy, it will be false to say that bracha of Shas Likosaki. Just one more topic talking about football. So Dr. Tversky brings that he once had a patient who was this crazy, I guess it was New York, New York Jets fan, that's the story. She was a Jets fan, and this is before DVR and TiVo still exists, TiVo? No, before those days, you had to tape a game. So she had a, a work something, uh, a business meeting. She couldn't watch her Monday night football game. She comes back home and her friend taped the game for her. And she gives her the tape and she told her, enjoy, the Jets won. So she totally ruined the game for her. So she said, she's watching the first half and it looks like the Browns Steelers game. They're down by two, three touchdowns early. They're missing tackles. And she notices she's not bugging out. She, she, she's not getting nervous. There's no problem. Everything's fine. And she said if this would have been a regular any given Sunday, she would be very nervous. Why? Why? Because in this case, she knows the end. She knows they're going to win. So she said that's what real, real betachen is. Betachen is that we know that one day we're going to make this hatay v'ametev. The challenge is that when we're watching the game of our lives, and we're missing those tackles, and things are not going our way, there's bad calls, it's hard for us to say, well, there's going, we know the ending. That's the challenge of Betachen, that's, that's what people should work on. Okay, just an interesting uh, vignette on, on football. Next, Ushmai Echad, Hashem's name is Echad, my Echad, Atu Inel Avshmai Echad, today it's not Hashem Echad, I'm Rabbi Nachman Yitzhak, Lech Halamazel, and Hey, which is a shame, Havaya, however, we do not pronounce it like that. Venikra Ba'alaf Dalis, we pronounce Hashem with the Adnos, right? Rav wanted a darshan by his Shabbos afternoon drasha. Amalei Husaba, there was a Husaba, probably Elio Anavi, said, no, you shouldn't be darshaning in public using the words, the, the, reading it as it's written with the Yud, the He and the Vav and the He. La'olam is without Vav, which sounds like Helam. That Hashem is soisar, Hashem hides himself in this world, and that's part of the reason why we do not pronounce it the way it's written. Rabbi Avino Rami, he brought a steerik siv. It said this, this past week's parsha is that Shemila and Zazikri the Darvadar, Amar Kadesh Baruch Hu, like Yishani Nichtav Ani Nikra. I am not called by the same way I am written. Wakas Nichtav Ani Biyud, and hey, Vinikra Ani Baalif Dalid. So that's what Hashem was saying, that it's a Shemila Olam, that's my, my name is Belashen Halama, it's hidden, and yet my Zichri Ladar Vadar. But, so you're supposed to call him? So we say, no, we call him with the Shem Adnos, but really his name is the Yurke and the Vavhe, and that is only Baalam Haba. We do not use this name on this world. Okay, Hadron Allah, Elu Ivan. So now we continue with the next parak a parak called Makam Shenagla. So this is going to get into Minhagim. Minhagim as we know it, most of the time people refer to Minhagim, it's usually a mistake. 
if, if, if you look at the Gemara closely throughout the next few dafin, you're going to see that a minug is based on one word, makaim, makaim shenago. It's based on a place. So when people talk about, oh, my family doesn't open soda bottles in Shabbos, or my family doesn't eat chal of Yisrael, or, or sorry, family doesn't eat non-chal of Yisrael, right, or yashan, or shechita, this and that, has nothing to do with menhagim. There might be, we'll, we'll get to this soon, there might be some type of neder that a person practiced that he didn't, he refrained from eating certain things while he was a gadol, while he was an adult, and it could be this didn't have a neder, but as far as minog, very difficult to call that a minog. A minog is a makam shenagu. So how do we have these family menhagim? What happened was, you had towns and villages in Europe or in Eretz Yisrael, they had community menhagim, and everybody moved all together. So you have people, you have yakis that have their menhagim, and they're davening in the same shul as a Sephardi, who davens in the same shul as a Hungarian, as the Galicianer, as this and that. And now there's no makam shenagu in Flatbush, in Minneapolis, and all these places, because everyone's coming from different countries. So what we keep, we're keeping an old community minog, which unfortunately, but the abbot is only passed down from family to family. But if the minog didn't, is not sourced from a community, it's not, not called the minog. So the question is, can I change a community? So this is Rav Shechter's opinion. It's, a, it's, a, it's an inter- interesting opinion. Rav Shechter holds like this. Let's say you grew up Hungarian, okay? You don't eat gabruks. But now, it depends which, which part of Hungary you're from, but most Hungarians don't eat gabruks. But now, you're a yeshiva guy. You hang out in the yeshiva system, so maybe you changed which city you're from. Maybe you should no longer have to keep those minhagim of Hungary. Just interesting. He holds l'chomra as well. Let's say you're a yaki, so you only you know, wait three hours before eating milchiks, but, but, but now you went to the mir, that's your community, you're a mir yeshiva guy, so you, you should be waiting six hours, right? So it's just an interesting topic. But for the most part, it's only based on a community had a practice. The community had a practice regarding abruks, regarding kidneys. We'll talk about the classic minhagim that communities had, not regarding how to make coffee on Shabbos. You know, I use a klishlishi. That's not, not nothing to do with minog. It could be chumras, but nothing to do with minog. Okay. Additionally, a minog has to be based on a halachic concept. If there's no halachic backing to it, just stop to make up a minog. I only use, uh, I only eat pizza on Tuesdays. That has nothing to do with minog. Okay, I'll give you an extreme example, but sometimes people call things halacha, but, but it has nothing to do with minog, nothing to do with halacha. Okay. Let's continue. So in a place where they had a minute to do malacha on Erev Pesach, before Chatzais, you could still do malacha. Now, by the way, it sounds like once Chatzais hits, it's not based on minog. There is an actual iser to do malacha after Chatzais. Why is that? So you look at Taisus here, the one Taisus on the page. It's a debate if it's a derais or derabanan, but the point is that after chatzais, what we know is asman hakravas carbon pasach. When you used to bring a carbon, it was a, it was a yanter for you. It was a very special day. It was a yanter that you brought a carbon. You would not be able to do malacha then. So so the gemara so he asked, what about carbon tamid? So we should never do work because it's always a carbon tamid. <laughs> so he says yeah, you have no choice, right? Uh, the Torah says vasafta deganecha. Who's going to support your family if kol yisrael yoshin ubatel? I'm just reading from Taisus. Me yosiv lahen dagan. Now, by the way, it sounds like midaraisa. There's an iser of working when you have a day where you brought the carbon. So the chiddush is it's only after chatzais because that's the zman of the carbon. So after chatzais, there's an iser deraisa to work in erev pesach. Most rishonim hold that even if you hold it was an iser deraisa, that's talking about bezman hakravas a carbon. Today, it would be just a minhag. Or, sorry, it would be an iser derabbanon 
Atu, the times where we brought the Karim Pesach, it would not be an Isra Deraisim. Okay, but that's after Chatzais, which means after noon. What about before Chatzais? So then it depends on Minhag. There was Makam Shinagu Lasas Malacha. Those that had a Minhag to actually go to work, Erev Pesach, at Chatzais, before Chatzais, Oisin, they're allowed to go. That's a valid Minhag. Makam Shinagu Shaloi Lasas, ain't Oisin, your Minhag is not to go. That's your town. You are not allowed to go to work, Erev Pesach. Here's the interesting halacha. Someone who goes from city A to city B, So you're visiting a different town for Yantif, okay? You are from city A. City A, they do not work on Erev Pesach. Now you go to city B where they do work before Chatzah's Erev Pesach. You still have the minhagim of your own town. You didn't move there yet. You just went to visit. That's what it sounds like. You have to keep your chumrah. What about the other way? The person from city B who they all work Erev Pesach, he comes to city A to visit his, uh, his, his brother for Pesach. And in city A, they do not work. He is not allowed to work. Okay? He has to keep two, both chumras. Now, va'al yishana adam because a person should not change from the minog of that place because it's going to cause machlekes. So, Mr. Shem, over the next few daf, we'll talk about what that means. There's a, one of the most common times we talk about this is wearing tefillin on chalamite. So, many communities, they did not. Many did. So, there, some shuls will have separate minyanim. In Yerushalayim, I don't think any minyanim, they, they don't, if they wear tefillin, they'll throw you out of shul. If you wear tefillin in Yerushalayim, that's the minyanim Hagra and the minyanim HaBal Shem Tov. So those are the, both of those Talmidim established the Yishuv in, in Yerushalayim, and, and, and for, actually for most of Eretz Yisrael. So there, clearly, it's against the minyanim to start wearing tefillin on Chalamayid. So a person should not be Yishanem Mipnei Machlaikas. A similar case, which you will not elaborate on for now, we'll, we'll get to it tomorrow. So the halacha is, every seven years was Shemitah, next year is Shemitah, so the halacha is that you're allowed to feed your animals indoors as long as there's fruit that's outdoors available for the outdoor animals. Once that fruit is, is, uh, is, is, is no longer available for the outdoor animals, you must take out, which is called bior, we'll get to some of the details later, you must take out the fruit from your home to bring to them. To, 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 yeah, to bring to the outside. How, what if you're going from place to place? So you went from a place where Mimakam Shekalu, in your town, there's no more fruit left outside it. It's all cleared away. But now, and therefore you, have to, you would have to remove the fruit from your house, but now you went to a, you went to a different place. Mimakam Shekalu. Oh, Mimakam Shekalu, Mimakam Shekalu. The point is you get the Chumrah of both. Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yehuda says something cryptic. He says, You also have to bring your own. Or maybe it sounds like he's telling the people in that city, you take out your, your own. Either way, we will get the Gemara later on. will explain, as Rashi points out, the Gemara will ask, what is Rabbi Yehuda saying? And we will see it at the proper time. Okay. So the Mishnah said, there's an Isser, the Mishnah hinted that after Chatzais, there's definitely an Isser to work. The question was before Chatzais. And that depends on local Minog. So the Gemara asked the following question. My area are Pesachim. Why are you focusing on Nudin, Erev Pesach? There's an Isser to work after Chatzais. Why are you focusing on Erev Pesach? Afilu nami. Even on Erev Shabbos, Erev Yantam, a person's not allowed to work after Chatzais. Titania, ha'aisim alacha ba'arve Shabbosais, v'yamim toivim ena mincholamala. He would never see a simon bracha from that work. By the way, the Mishabur writes, 
when we say ain't already simon bracha, you could look at the income you got from that Friday, you could laugh at Chazal. Oh, I did get money. So the Mishnah says, don't worry. You'll have a flood in your basement. You'll have something else, and, and it will even out. So don't assume that you 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 avoided the Eina Raya Siman Bracha. But either way, the Gemara's kasha is, you see, that even on Arab Shabbos, or Aviyante, if you're not allowed to work after Chazayis. So the Gemara says, two terutsim, two significant differences. Hasam, read. It says, Mina Mincha Ulamala, which we paskin, which, which means Mina Mincha Ketana, which is nine and a half hours after sunrise. So about 3.30 on your... Uh, uh, on, a, on a classic day. So, two and a half hours before Shkiyah. That's when Huda Asr. But Samach Lamencha, lie. Hacha, here me Chatzai. It's already from the Chatzai. Arab Pesach is more Machmer than that. Inami Hasam. Simen Brachud Lechazi. You won't see Simen Bracha. Ava Shamuti Le Mishamtin. They won't put you in Cherem. It's not so Chamor. Hacha Shamuti Nami Mishamtin. We put the person in Cherem for that. Okay, so just by the way, what is considered malacha on Erev Shabbos, that is Asr? So the place can talk about a tircha, anything that has a special, it's a significant tircha, that is what is Asr to do Erev Shabbos and Erev Yantif. However, commerce, uh, basic commerce would be mutter. There is a time, the Mishnah in Chulun talks about, they used to blow the tkiyas Erev Shabbos. Whatever that time is, a half hour, an hour before Shabbos, whatever person needs to get ready for Shabbos at that point, even Stam emailing clients would, would, would be, you know, not recommended. But as far as the Isra, the Isra is talking about Tircha. What's Tircha? Maybe mowing the lawn right before Shabbos. I don't know, something that, that is a phys- physical labor. That's what the, the halacha is, the Enoraya Simen Bracha from that. So he's going to grow a lot of weeds <laughs> by mowing his lawn right, uh, two hours before Shabbos. What about other malachas? So we have to. Rem- well, we're going to learn Masechta uh, Cholmoyed Katan. I'm going to go through all the halachas of Cholmoyed. Whatever's mutter on Cholmoyed is definitely mutter on Arab Shabbos. Cholmoyed is is perhaps a pasuk that a person can't work. So anything that's a davar ha'avid, you have to send something to a client. Otherwise, you're going to lose the business. As the Aruch Hashochan says, you have to keep your job. That's a davar ha'avid. So looking for new jobs, that itself is a davar ha'avid. So that's part of your work agreement. That if you're allowed to work on Cholmoyed, that's the hetcher that most people rely on. Definitely in America, and you would, that'll be fine on Friday as well. Tzarchei uh, Shabbos, you know, all these different ideas that are mutter on Chalamayit would definitely be mutter on Erev Shabbos. What about Erev Pesach? So it could be it's the same halacha, but we, see, we, we tend to be a little more machmir on the Erev Pesach than on the Erev Shabbos. But again, most things would be mutter. Um, shopping for Yantif. Shaving would be mutter. It is brought down that a person should take a haircut before Chatzais on Erev Pesach. If a person did not, so there's a riot from the Shach that a person should not go into Yontif when it's Menovel. And therefore, you could, in fact, take a haircut. But yeah, but if you, if you couldn't take one before Chatzais, well, you could take a haircut after Chatzais, cutting, cutting your nails. So it's better to do it before Chatzais, Erev Pesach. All these things, it is preferable to do it prior to Chatzais. But most of the, the, the questions that come up, one would, in fact, be able to do it after Chatzais, because typically we have the heter of Sarach Yantif, but uh, whatever, you could, personally, there are Shilas, you know, moving something, last second, I don't know, mowing lawns, that, that might be a problem. Okay, Gufa, Ha'aisa Malacha Ba've Shabbos, Yosef Aviyam, Ta've Min Amin Cholamala, Uve Matzah Shabbos, so there, there are times when a person should not be working, so one of them was, Erev Shabbos, Erev Yantif, Min Amin Cholamala, number two is Matzah Shabbos, now it doesn't mean the entire Saturday night, if you look at, I think Tysus points out, it's talking about until they finish davening in shul. That if you do malacha before your kehila has finished da- daven marav, so that's already we, we consider that somewhat part of 
Shabbos, and therefore, I want you to do a malacha until after davening. Can you turn on your car? But this is a real Minnesota question. Can you turn on your car before before you daven marv? Let's see, said Baruch Hamavdo, right? Can you turn on your car and your automatic remote starter before marv? Shabbos is over, but, but look at what it says. So, so what does the Hal Gemara mean? You, you shouldn't, you, if you do work, say Shabbos, then you're not going to see a, a, a simon. Before I make Havdalah, some hold this Tesefis Shabbos. I'm, I'm even a Sadaraisa. Before Mara, but, uh, but I said Baruch Hamavdo. But where does the Gemara say before Mara? Tesefis, being Mekel. The Gemara says Matzah Shabbos. Right. The entire Shabbos. Saturday night. It should be like Friday afternoon or the whole Shabbos. The whole Shabbos. So Tesefis says, no, it doesn't mean the whole Shabbos. It means uh, the, the extension of Shabbos until we finish davening Marav. Right. Oh, so so the hetter would probably be it's not a tircha. Yeah. No, good. So that's that's what Aaron's saying. As long as it's not a tircha, it should be fine. What about driving to Marv? So again, it'll be the same thing. First of all, there you're diving, you're going to Marv. Yeah, it's not much of a tircha as well. Okay, maybe shoveling snow would be a tircha before Marv. I don't know. Now again, this is not us, sir. It's just inaroya simon bracha. But that shoveling snow, it's hard to call malacha. It's not really a malacha either. I don't know. I'm not sure exactly where this would fit in a practical sense, but just point out that it, there is something to this. Anytime where it seems like you're doing something wrong, which means it doesn't mean your classic Shavasubatamas. It means they would fa- the, the Mishnahites and Tainas talk about they would fast when they wouldn't have rain, so during those serious fasts, they would take the uh, bima out into the rechova ear, they would dive and they'd be crying for their parnasa. A person's going to work. will not see a simon bracha on that. Okay. Tanu Rabbanan. Yesh zariz viniskar. They're those that are zariz. They're always reason, always busy. Viniskar, they get schar for doing something, from not working. Yesh zariz vinifsar. Yesh shuffle viniskar. They're those lazy people that sit around all day. They don't work and they still get schar for something. Yesh shuffle vinifsar. They're those that are lazy and they, they lose out on things as well. What does this mean? Zariz viniskar, the avid kuli shop. So the person works hard the entire week, but he stops. At the right time, so two hours, two and a half hours before Shabbos, he stops working, he shuts his computer, he's done. That's called Zariz. The entire week he's a Zariz. And this guy by stopping. Zariz Vinifsa, that's the other Kuli Shabta, he works the entire week, 24 7. He works even on the, the entire Friday, right until this man. Again, I'm not saying it. We gave that to Aaron before. I'm just reading the Gemara. Shafa v'niskar v'le'avid Kuli Shabta v'le'avid b'mali Shabta. What does that mean? He doesn't work the entire week. It doesn't work on Friday either. So he's a shuffle, but he gets schar from the very fact that he's not working two hours before Shabbos. Shuffle, v'nifsad, he's, he's like the worst. Lavid Kuli Shabbat. He doesn't work the entire week. Pinked, v'avid v'mali Shabbat, comes out Friday afternoon. That's when he opens his, his computer. He, he, he starts working two hours before Shabbos. Amar Rav, hani nashit the the women of Mechayza, we always speak about that uh, Mechayza was this fancy uh, hoity-toity place. The women there, Afagav, the reason why they don't work on Arab Shabbos is because they're Mefunuk. They have to be, you know, their nails have to be polished before Shabbos. They're not uh, working, not picking up anything. Not only that, they don't work the entire week. They get schar from the very fact that they're not working Two hours before Shabbos begins. Okay, so you see, uh, I don't know if, if someone is is 
sitting around eating challenge Friday afternoon, he's still getting schar from the very fact that he's not working two hours before Shabbos. Rava Rami. Rava brought a stirak. Siv, it says, Ki which means the chesed Hashem gives on the schar uh, for mitzvahs reaches up until Shemayim. It's even harder than that. One's talking about when you do mitzvahs l'shma. One is talking about when you do mitzvahs Like what Rabbi Huda said, I'm Rabbi Huda, I'm a Rav. Even though you're not doing it for the right intentions, you should still do mitzvahs and do tarish and tarish l'shma, balashma. That from the Shalai Lishma, Balashma ends up being Lishma. There's a famous Tysus here and a lot to talk about. The, there's, there's a stira. The Gemara Brachis Tafid Zayn says, Kalaisi Batarish Lishma, Noyach Loishalai Nivra. It should be better that he wasn't, ever, he wasn't ever created. So the Re says, There, a person's learning to be able to fight with people. He learns enough so he could blog anti you know, Jewish values, but he knows enough to, to be able to counter to fight. That's Noyach Shalai Nivra. But a person who's learning, Stam, he wants uh, he wants a paycheck, he wants some covered, whatever it is, that's fine because mitaych shalishma through that, balishma, the lishma will come. Tanu Rabbanan, Hamitzapa Lisharishtai, someone who's waiting for his wife's paycheck in order to have Panasa, Virechaim, or someone who's waiting for Rechaim, meaning he we'll see in a second, he rents out his Rechaim, Ain't a Rice and Brachalam, that is not Raya Simon Bracha, a person should should, should go to work. Many of the Achronim have, uh, have, have uh, extensive writings about a person relying on some other external way of getting her parnasa and in a Sim and Bracha. Schar Ishtoy, why not? So Mat Kalta, we're talking about a, a, a woman who she brings her, her scale to the market and she would rent it out and she would get a few pennies an hour for the scale rental. So his wife's embarrassed from this whole thing. He's not really gaining, gaining much. Additionally, rechaya. what does that mean? Agarta. You rent time on your mill. That's not a simon bracha. It's a whole big tircha. It makes a lot of noise. A whole racket. And what are you getting? A few pennies on, on, the, on the hour. I will abdo. Mizab. What if his wife makes things and she sells them? Then, mishtabuchi, mishtabakra. The Torah is mishtabeacher. How? The chsid, the Pasuk says, in Eish Sudden asasa fatimkar. She sold sudden, uh, so so she made it and she sold it. So that's a good a good business. So then we, we can't like you know knock it because the the pasuk of Mishle calls it something special. Okay, one more. Uh, what if she if she doesn't work? If she, if she works then she doesn't. Oh, it. That's also fine. <laughs> but the person no, who's hametzape. It's only hametzape. It's hametzape l'scharishto. He's he's waiting for. That's what he's waiting for. No, but it's only Tamat He's way he's anticipating this. Right. He's not doesn't have a job. He doesn't have a job. He's waiting for his wife to bring in the, the dough. He's not gonna see Simon Bracha. But if he has a job and she doesn't want to work or she wants to spend her time doing other things, that's her decision. That's fine. <laughs> okay. Tanu ra banan hamastaker bekanin someone who who his parnasas bekanin means with you know reeds people make fencing he sells you know uh, lumber ubekankanim and with barrels inaroy simen brachalam he will not see simen bracha why not my timer came in the nafish apachazayu because there's such a big volume he's trucking he's he's this big warehouse shotabuena everyone looks at him ah oh, this guy is busy he's moving pieces it must be they're doing very well. 
and he's not. He's just making a few pennies on each sale of this lumber, and it looks a lot more than it is. So he has this ayin hara. It's a public thing, and therefore in Arayasim and bracha. This feeds into the whole discussion of ayin hara. So ayin uh, sham. Tana tagari simta. Those that sell things in 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 public. They raise small cattle. And they cut. Uh, trees, whenever people come negotiate with them, they always somehow get the better half of the deal. People look at them like, how are these guys making so much money? And it's Ayin Har. So a person should always be Bitsina and not, not do things publicly. Four types of cash, four ways of supporting oneself. We'll never see a Simon Bracha. Number one, Schar Kaisven. Seifrim will never make a lot of money. There was a Torgaman, meaning he used to have the Rav speak on Shabbos, and it wasn't like 20 people. They had thousands of people would come to the Shir. The Gemara tells us in the beginning of Brachas, the Schar you got by coming to the Shir on Shabbos was from the pushing or the Duchgad. There was like, you couldn't move there. You couldn't hear anything. So they had a Torgaman, the translator. He had this big loudspeaker, not a speaker, it was Shabbos, but he would have this booming voice. So he got paid to just, you know, have that booming voice. The Schar Yisayimim, Someone who takes care of the assignment's money. Someone who deals with international commerce. So these four things will not say Simon Bracha. Why not? So Bishlam is Schar Torgaman. The Schar Torgaman because Bishlam the Mexic is Schar Shabbos. It looks like Schar Shabbos. And therefore, it, because he's, work, he's getting paid to work on Shabbos. And that's why he's not going to make a sim, not going to get a Simon Bracha. Just by the way, if he is only getting paid for Shabbos work, so Lechairo, why is it just Ein Raya Simon Bracha? He's Ayver and There's an Isad to get payment for, for Schair and Shabbos. We're going to see the Gemara of Metziah. One is not allowed to take payment for working on Shabbos. So there's two answers. One answer is that maybe it's a Dvar Mitzvah, and it could be there is a heter to work with Dvar Mitzvah. If you look in the Shochanarch in Hilchus Rosh Hashanah, the Shochanarch talks about somebody getting paid to be a Chazan for the Yom and Aram. So he says, Schar mitzvah is is uh, is fine, but ain't a raya simon bracha. So by the way, there's a minog. Many chazanim will will uh, do slichas as well. So the the payment is a nichlal in their during the yeah havla very good havla as well, or kol nidres before shkia. So their the ten thousand dollars they're making is for the first recital of kol nidre. Okay, fine. That is one. The mice is If you mess up, they're too young. They're, they're, they're five years old. They can't be Michael. So that's why in a race There was a nace. When he traveled by boat, as we know from the Bracha of Hagoimel, there was a nace that nothing happened. Pirates and, and, and you know the, the boat capsizing. So it was a nace that your merchant, your merchandise came overseas. So that's why one should not rely on this. What's wrong with Selling mezuzahs. Why, why are you not going to see Simon Bracha? Rabbi Levi, Esim Rabbi Tanias Yoshua Anshik Nesadela Koisvis Farm. The Anshik Nesadela sat twenty-four Tanesim on soy from why Tefillin mezuzah Shleis Ashru that should not become wealthy. Shall Mali Miss Ashrin if they would become wealthy ain't Koisvin that they would uh, they would not uh, be able to they they wouldn't write anymore if they could sell they were so wealthy from their sales they wouldn't have no incentive to keep churning out those mezuzahs. You see a similar thing with davening for like, an interesting result when Napoleon was attacking Russia, the Balatania davened that he would be unsuccessful, even though his Hasidim asked, what do you mean? We, we can't practice religion here in Russia. But he said, if Napoleon's successful, freedom is not, is not necessarily good for a, uh, for a uh, Torah-observant Jew. So there was a Machlekes, the Balatania, I forgot the other, the other Rav, 
back and forth. They were, I mean, it was Chaim Lush, I don't know, but they were talking about who, who, what should we dive for? for? For the French taking over or for uh, staying in, in Russia? Okay. Tanu Rabbanan. Svarim, Hein them and their merchants and their vendors, because of this tfila that the Anshikanasadullah did. However, and they're doing it because they want people to have kosher tfilin. So then they have no incentive to now quit their job. They're not doing it for the cash. They're doing it Lishma. So then Ryan, they will in fact see a simon bracha. There is a uh, halacha, we, we spoke about this once. Isaac v'mitzah, patr min mitzvah even those that sell tefillin and mezuzah, technically they're patr from davening shachras in the morning. And if you look in the Achorim, they, they say it really depends on the person's, on the person's uh, mentality. So Rabbi always says that, that in life, you could do, two people could do the same exact thing. One guy is doing it for one reason, and the other guy is going for the, for the other reason. It looks the same on the surface, but deep inside, one's doing it l'shma, one's one is writing mezuzahs because he wants people to have kosher mezuzahs. The other one's doing it so he can sell, he can make a buck. Let's just do one more tomorrow. The people of Baishan, they had a minog that they would not go mitzar letzidon on Erev Shabbos. What would the halachic reason be? So maybe it's, it's connected to the Gemara we had in Shabbos regarding traveling on a boat a few days before, before Shabbos, or maybe they'll get stuck on the road, or whatever it is, they have this minute. Also, So the next generation that came to Rabbi Yechanan, they said, Avos and Avshalu, our fathers, okay, they were very wealthy, they didn't have to travel on Friday to work. And now, we need this. Your fathers have already accepted it upon you. Shenemar. And therefore, it's a binding minog on your community, and therefore the Bnei Baishan had to keep this minog as well. And it doesn't seem like they could do hataras nadarim, so maybe we'll, we'll talk about that at a different time. When is that applicable? To, to, to go against a, a, a community practice, can you do hataras nadarim and not keep uh, kidneys anymore? Could you do that? There's already a practice for many years. So uh, it's an interesting discussion, but for a different time. All right, a Nacht.